are listening to Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe. Thanks to Raya Eyewear for sponsoring this episode of Holding Court. I've been wearing Raya since last year. During the pandemic, I started teaching more lessons than ever before, especially outside. Raya are by far the best sunglasses for tennis I've ever used. Check them out at RayaEyewear.com. That's R-I-A-Eyewear.com. And use the code PATRICK to get $20 off your first pair. They are total game changers. All right, time for another edition of Holden Court. I've been waiting for this uh, gentleman to come on my podcast for a long, long time. And let me tell you why. is because I was when I had this idea of doing this podcast, it, I wasn't quite sure what it was going to be. And then I'm at the Chris Everett charity event in just before the pandemic in November of 2019. And I have the great privilege to play alongside this man, Seal, the singer-songwriter of world renown. And we play, and he's totally into tennis. And But little do I know how into tennis he is. This is a guy who's won you know, Grammys. He's had you know, 20 million-plus records sold around the world, worldwide fame, the whole deal. And after we play against my brother and Gavin Rossdale, the singer from Bush who, by the way, is a heck of a tennis player himself, off goes Seal onto the practice court on a hot, muggy Florida day for, I kid you not, an hour and a half at least practicing his tennis game. And then it hit (laughs) Seal. It hit me right then. This is what I want my podcast to be about because tennis obviously has been my life. And for someone like you who's made a whole life in singing and songwriting and music and art artistry, but tennis has become such a part of your life. Please explain how this has happened, my man. <laughs> well, first of all, it's very kind of you to say that you had the, 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 the great pleasure to play alongside uh, me on the tennis court, Patrick, because as I remember, I, do, I, I brought the game into disrepute. I, I, I don't think <laughs> Hardly. I- I think if it were possible to bring your game into the gutter, into the lowest <laughs> it's ever been, I was, I was really, yeah, I was really good at that. But yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I love, I love the game. I've always loved the game. Um, and you know, my dad was a big tennis fan, and I grew up watching the likes of your brother, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and and of course uh, Borg and and Connors. Um, you know, and Martina and Chrissy, I, I, I grew up watching that in England. And, and you know, it, I, I guess that's where my love for the game uh, was, was, was founded. Um, we, you know, we came from a, a, a very, very modest uh, working class mm-hmm. um, a family. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I'm being, uh, you're being kind. I'm, I'm under, yeah. I'm being kind by saying that, but right. uh, so tennis, you know, playing the game of tennis wasn't open to us mm-hmm. at all. Um, whatever public courts we had, um, was sold off and, and privatized because of course I grew up in the era of Thatcher, mm-hmm. uh, Margaret Thatcher, who's now seen as a bit of a hero, but right. she kind of, she, she brought England kicking and screaming into the kind of modern age. And she sort of, you know, she, she privatized all of the kind of 
uh, public amenities and all the, 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 the playing fields that were open to the public uh, that were government uh, uh, sponsored and she privatized everything and sold it off. So we, so we didn't have, I didn't have the privilege or, or, or the, the possibility to play tennis when I was growing up as a kid. So I could only watch it on TV and, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, it, it, it was like a dream to me. Um, you know, I got to admit, even though I was a big ball fan, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I never started watching tennis before your brother. Your, your brother, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't think people realize even though he's obviously extremely well respected and, 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 and well revered, but I don't know if, pe- if people actually realize, certainly not internationally, how much he did for the game and how pivotal he was and how much, you know, he, he brought people to the game of tennis. But, you know, people that otherwise wouldn't watch it. In, in a, similar to how, I guess, what Tiger Woods did for mm, golf. Right. You know, he, he sort of brought it to the masses. Mm-hmm. I think your brother did, your brother certainly did that for me. So I grew up, you know, I grew up watching tennis. And then, um, you know, when I got older and, and sort of, you know, became a, a musician and, and, and had some success, then I would, I would do anything I could to get on a tennis court. But I never really started taking lessons until almost two years ago now. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I decided, you know, look, there's more to this right. than just kind of hitting a ball around. Um, you know, I, I, I always like to, to, say, to say to people uh, when they ask me about my, my fascination and my passion for tennis, when they ask me, well, why do I play? What is it about it? Mm-hmm. And, I, say, and I, I tell them, tennis is quite possibly the most counterintuitive thing I have ever done. It is, and I call it the great illusion. Mm-hmm. Like you think in order to kind of hit a tennis ball or to, or to play well, you think it requires strength. Mm. And you think, you know, to hit the ball harder, you gotta swing harder, and it it could. I I, mm. I now realize that it, you could not be further mm-hmm. from the truth. It is it is it, 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 it is the most counterintuitive thing that I've ever done, and it's one of the main reasons why I I I am so in love with it because it doesn't come easily to me. It 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 goes against everything that I do naturally. Um. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm six foot four, two twenty. So I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm quite physical, and I'm used to using mm-hmm. strength to kind of get through things. Right. Th- that doesn't help you intense no. at all. I, I, I have, I, I, I realize that I have got to be lucid. I have got to relax. Mm. I have got to surrender. Um, something that we we say a lot in. In, in, in singing, whenever I'm with my singing coach, mm-hmm. she would always say this thing. It's one of my favorite quotes ever. She would say, technique is only there to prevent the body from interfering with the soul's free expression. Mm. Technique is only there to prevent the body from interfering with the soul's free expression. So basically, with singing, it's technique, 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 technique. Uh, studying, you know, studying the craft, understanding what is happening with singing, understanding and understanding that with singing, 
It is not about engaging the outside muscles on the throat. It is actually about relaxing. Mm -hmm. And you, you do all of these exercises, mm -hmm. which is basically technique, technique, technique. And then eventually, you've got to go out and sing. Right. And when you go out and sing, the last thing that you're thinking about is technique. The last thing is you, you're thinking about is studying. Tennis is very similar. I can see why a lot of tennis players love music and mm -hmm. a lot of musicians love tennis. They're, they're a lot more similar than, than people think. And, and so, you know, I find that with, with tennis now, now that I've been taking lots of lessons. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I play, I play every day. As soon as I finish here, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go and hit for two hours at uh, at uh, the the club actually at at Manabu Racket Club. Right, where my um, brother I, my brother sometimes goes there because he's been yeah. spent a lot of time out there during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 very fortunate in that I have a, a, a racket a, a court at home, and so you know, hence I'm able to kind of play literally every day. But yesterday I did you know I did something that I haven't done for about four months, which is actually go out and hit. I just mm -hmm. wanted to, to see a different ball from, right. you know, a different coach and, 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 and just kind of, and get out of my, so, you know, my, my surroundings, my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So after this, I'm going to go hit with a friend and, and a coach at the Malibu Racquet Club. But, but yeah, Patrick, I, I, I love the game. It has brought me so much um, joy and fulfillment. And before we, we, we started, you know, uh, re recording, I was saying that how, how, um, you know, whilst the, the pandemic has been rough for a lot of people mm -hmm. and it has, uh, it, you know, it, it, it has been really challenging and, and in some cases devastating. Right. I w it would be disingenuous of me to say that it has been really hard for me. And it, it, instead, what it has done is it's, pre it's presented me with um, a, a great opportunity to, um, to, to, uh, to, to get back to the garden, to, to mm -hmm. get back to tribe, you know, to get back to the simple things. I'm, what I was saying uh, to you earlier on was that I, you know, before the pandemic, I was already on this kind of journey right. of uh, uh, isolation and digging in the dirt, so to speak, mm -hmm. and, and uh, really kind of figuring out my, my life till the, to this point. And so, you know, I, I live in a quite sort of uh, rural part of, of Los Angeles, if there is such a thing up in, up in the hills of Topanga. Right. And so, and so I've been spending a lot of time on, uh, on my own. Um, and then, of course, the pandemic uh, hit. So whilst, you know, it did have its challenges, it wasn't as rough a transition for me. Because you, um, you, you, you were already on that path, it sounds like, as far as just trying to... Yeah, so to speak, you know. Right. And, so, and, and, and so it wasn't as, as, as rough, as difficult mm -hmm. a transition. And so what I started doing... Um, Again, well, just going back a little bit, I heard something on a TED Talk about three years ago, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things that really kind of uh, set me on a path and, and had a profound impact on my life. Somebody said, it's hard to hate someone up close. Mm -hmm. So you've got to move closer. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah, that 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 resonated with me. I'm I'm already a, a very tactile person, and I and I love people. I am in the kind of my life is the business of of communicating. Right. Um. Yeah. And and that's what I I like to feel that I do with my music. But 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 you know, however much I thought I was communicating and and being close to people, I realized that I had to to move closer, mm-hmm. and so. I started hosting these um, these daily uh, 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 tennis sessions up at the house, and uh, and I wow. you know I I kind of formed a, 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 you know a, a relatively small isolation zone of mm-hmm. of people you know um, uh, uh, who are very kind of COVID conscious, right? Uh, who were getting tests, and um, you know, and that was you know anyone from neighbors to uh, close friends to musicians to people that worked in my industry that I wouldn't normally socialize mm-hmm. with, like my age, et cetera. Right. You know, I started to try and provide this haven mm. of, uh, of, of, you know, playing tennis. And I would have a coach up here every day. And, um, and obviously, you know, tennis was the perfect sport for that because even though I don't like to use this, this kind of phrase, cause it does sound corny, but it's the, it's the socially distant sport without being socially distant. Yeah, I call it phys- you're, you're physically distant and, and socially active. That's what I like to call yeah. it because we had yeah, the same, much, yeah, I had the same thing happen here when, and when I went back, uh, when we were able to open one of our clubs, the first one we were able to open was, was out in Long Island and uh, it was amazing, Seal, how many people were so grateful to just have a place to go, you know, where that was oh. safe, that was outside. This was, this was back in the beginning of, this, of last summer. And, and to do something active, and guess what? To talk to somebody. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and, and to that point, Patrick, it tennis has saved me. It really has, you know, just, just being able to engage with people and, uh, 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 you know, w- 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 without this kind of, this underlying feeling of fear, mm-hmm. you know, or like it, it, it has been a lifesaver. And that sentiment is, is, is echoed and, and shared by the people who have been coming up here and mm-hmm. playing tennis. And we still do it. We're, we're still doing it every day. You know, the one thing you can be sure is that there will be tennis up at Seals. Every day, and so <laughs> right, I and love so it. Um, uh, there were a bunch of people, a bunch of people. One of whom, uh, uh, my my bestie Patrick, who'd never picked up a racket. He's a great cyclist, uh, mm-hmm. like literally, like competition level. Wow, uh, okay. cyclist, and uh, he'd never picked up a racket uh, ten months ago, and now he's a pretty decent player. And I know, mm-hmm. you know, to some, to some, you know, to people who can play, they'd be like, hey, Phil. What are you talking about? You can't learn the game of tennis in, in, right. in 10 months. You know, it's not that easy. Well, yes, I agree. But if you are obsessed with it, mm-hmm. as am I, and you literally play every day, and, and I'm not talking about hack every day, as, you know, as what you saw when I was at Chrissy's place. <laughs> right? I'm talking about I have a, 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 a rotation of coaches. Mm-hmm that come up and hit every day um, because I, I, I don't, I, I happen to think tennis is the most beautiful sport in the world. It is, it is just, oh, it's incredible. It's in, and it's incredibly beautiful. 
And I just think it's doing it an injustice if you just step on the court and kick mm. balls and, you know, and, and I understand that people don't share the same drive and the same passion and maybe are not the same type of personality that I am. But, 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 but for me, I would, I would rather, I would rather lose every game or every match that I played from this point onwards, but look like a tennis player mm. as opposed to, you know, playing hackball and winning some here and, 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 and some there, uh, you know, that's of no interest to me. I, 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 when I watch people like, you know, the great ones, you know, mm -hmm. the Federers, the, the, the Nadals, you know, where, where, um, or, 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 you know, the, 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 the Justine Enna, who is mm. like one of my favorite players, you know, when, when, when I watch the, when I watch them play tennis, there is this feeling of, God, I just want to know what it feels like to move, mm. to hit a ball like that, to connect with a ball like that. Even if I can't do it on a consistent basis, mm -hmm. I just want to know what it, what it feels like to hit a backhand somewhere close to that. I'm never going to, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm never going to, to hit, I'm never going to be able to hit at that level. I, re I remember ages ago, I was watching, um, I was, you know, I, I'm not a fan of golf mm -hmm. at all, right? And I was round at my old manager's house, uh, Irvin Asaf. Oh, sure. And, and he was, uh, you know, he had, he's, he's obsessed. He's watching golf on the TV, mm -hmm. and and I and I was kind of watching it out of boredom, and and Tiger got up to the uh, up to the uh, to, to the, the tee, right. and 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 he he teed off right, mm -hmm. and I went wow, I go wow, what an amazing sound, mm -hmm. right? And Irving turns around to me and he goes, yeah, and that's a sound you will never hear. <laughs> <laughs> what an ass, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, thanks a lot, Irving. The longer right. you're getting the ball, right? <laughs> thanks for the vote of confidence. Yeah, exactly. I kind of feel a, a little bit about like I feel a little bit like that when I watch Ann right. or, or, or or Fred hit a ball, or you know, or, 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 or any one of the great ones. But I feel. Listen, I I feel like that all the time, Seal, and I was a professional, <laughs> so don't worry, don't take it personally. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but uh, but I, I I love the game. I love what it's done for me. Ultimately, um, I see tennis as, as an allegory for life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, there was, as I alluded to before, there were so many similarities between uh, tennis and singing, right. and therefore tennis, and therefore tennis of life, uh, tennis and life. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, another thing I like to say is that you know, tennis is a game of efficiency, mm -hmm. achieving more with less. Right. Yep. You know, and, and, and that is the same as singing. Mm. And really, when you are in the rhythm of life, when you, you know, you hear people say, I'm in the zone, right. I was in the zone or, you know, oh God, today my, like, I just feel like I'm in rhythm. I, you know, I, 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 I I'm feeling I, the ball. I, I, I can I, feel the ball. I, I, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but in life, in you life, know, yeah. in, in 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 life, you know, you need to God. Today's just going so so smoothly, you know. Like everything seems like everything I do is just happening in in rhythm. Well, I think that is that is like we're being, you know, that's another way of saying we're being efficient. Mm. 
Mm. We're, 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 we're not trying so hard. Right. We're letting more easily. And, and, and I think, you know, and, and, and again, it's one of the reasons I, I love tennis because when you have put in the work, when you, uh, when you, you, you've put in the hours, there then comes a time where you just have to go out and play and let mm-hmm. go yeah. and trust and let go and, and relax and trust that you've done the work and you surrender. To me, that's life mm. in a microcosm. You know, it's amazing. So, 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 so many things you've said to me uh, uh, brought up so many thoughts for me, but I want to just relate this one to you because um, it's, it's just absolutely fascinating uh, what uh, I'm hearing from you. But, uh, but I'll tell you this. You know, my wife, Melissa, is a singer. Um, mm-hmm. and she's done a lot of Broadway stuff. And actually, I know you did your standards record a couple of years. She's done a lot of that. You know, she sings that type of music. That's sort of her go-to oh, place. But, but anyway, as I was coming down to my basement to get ready to, to talk to you, what was she doing? She was taking another voice lesson with her expert vocal teacher who's, you know, taught the big, right. most famous singers in New York opera and, and Broadway and so on. Right. And I remember when we first started dating we knew each other by the way when we were kids back in grade school when we first sort of reconnected in our 20s late 20s uh, she uh-huh. she was watching me practice at our tennis court and it was shortly before the u.s open we had a court at our at our house and i was uh-huh. out there you know f- working my butt off and trying so hard and she finally came out she didn't, knew nothing about tennis absolutely nothing uh-huh. she came out on the court she said just hit the ball over the net Get get the ball. Just put the ball in the court, you know. And wow. so it was over. The, it was just, it just so over the years that we've been together, you know. It's just, it's like when I go watch her perform. I know nothing about singing. I don't. I mean, I know nothing about the technique. I know nothing about. But I I, I know what I feel as as a yes. as an audience member, and and I know to say, God, I, I don't know what you did, but man, when you just kind of relaxed, you know, when you, oh. when I could tell you were just you weren't thinking. That's when. It's it, it it's not about the sound so much. It's about the connection that you receive yeah. from the singer, and obviously that's that. I don't need to tell you about that, but that's what you reminded me of by telling me that story about. But you know, because when I work with kids, which I do a lot now, which has been so fulfilling for me, it's always about, mm-hmm. of course, working on the technique. But how do you get them to relax? To 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 get to the. And in fact, I tell them a lot when they're getting ready to hit the ball and you know one of the things we tell the kids in the groups you know move your feet you know move your feet and then i'm thinking to myself why the f are we we, they moving their feet so much just stand there and wait until the ball comes to you and then you go to the ball so that's the that's the dynamic that i find fascinating that you've um you've taken it to another level seal in your description of it for me well, well, you say, well, you say, um, uh, you, you, you know, you know nothing about singing, Patrick. Well, I, I, I beg to differ. You actually know a lot more than you think mm-hmm. about singing because I cannot tell you enough, brother, how similar they are. Mm. It, again, it's one of the reasons why I am so drawn to tennis. You know, um, you know, singing. As soon as you start trying to muscle mm. your way mm-hmm. through singing, muscle your way through a song, it's possible to do so, but it's unsustainable right. to do so. And, and you know, it, 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 
you know, it, 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 it only depreciates from there. It's the same as tennis. You, you, you know, you, uh, the, the six foot four, 220 build, it doesn't really mm-hmm. help. It's how, it's how you can get someone like Rublev right. who will hit the hair off of the ball, right? Oh, 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 you know, and and he's like, what is he? He's kind of like what, one forty wet. Yeah, he's probably one forty five soaking wet. And he's like six one, six two. He's tall, but he's just, I, just skinny. I, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, you, you you know, and 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 it it is about relaxing and 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 and, and timing and yes, a lot of technique. But ultimately, to your point, you know. The technique's only going to get you so far, so far, so far. You can't go onto the court thinking technique. It's the last thing right. you got to do. It's like you like, can't, you can't go on stage thinking about, you know, how's my, how, am I, am I hitting the, is my throat operating the way I need it to? You got to go, you got to go exactly. feel it. Yes, you've, you've, you've got to be in the moment and you've got to trust that you've, you, you've done the work and, and you, you've put in the hours and then something else takes over. Um, and, and again, you know, going back to this thing of it's an allegory for life, both singing and tennis are allegories for life. And, and ultimately, I'll let you into a secret mm-hmm. um, here, Patrick. Please. One of my goals um, is uh, what I'm kind of heading towards in this next phase, phase of my life is doing a lot more mentoring mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. coaching and, and life coaching, um, specifically with... Uh, uh, young artists mm-hmm. um, and trying to give them the benefit of, of my journey and my experience. But, but it, that is also being extended to, you know, to people who like, for example, suffer from, you know, the depression and sure. mental illnesses, right? I want to, it's something that I'm extremely passionate about. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I want to, it's something that I've had experience with myself mm-hmm. and therefore I feel this, this, this passion and this joy in helping people transcend that which could possibly be holding them back, you know, or whether it is a mental illness or whether mm-hmm. it's, whether, whether it's they, they can't get, you know, beyond a certain point in their music career, right. um, that is what I am really passionate about now. This episode is being brought to you by Raya Eyewear. Over the last few years, a growing concern of mine has been the long-term effects of overexposure to UV rays from my extended time on court in the sun, you know, following that little yellow ball all over the globe. Well, I was also just tired of squinting on sunny days, but my fear was always that wearing sunglasses to protect my eyes would affect the way I hit the ball. Well, last year, especially during the pandemic last summer, I came across Raya, and I'm so, so glad that I did. Raya is changing the way tennis players see the game and protect their most important performance asset, their vision. All of their eyewear is handcrafted in Italy and built specifically to enhance ball contrast and provide protection from those harmful UV rays. There's no question that they help me see the ball better, they relax my eyes in the sun, and they've become an essential part of my tennis experience. Check them out at RiaEyewear.com. That's R-I-A-Eyewear.com. Use the code PATRICK to get $20 off your first pair. I promise you will love these sunglasses. 
I mean, you're you're pumping me up, and I've been involved in tennis my whole life, right? I feel like I know, and you're you're teaching me things that I'm already like trying to remember to tilt teach to our kids, you know, at our tennis academy. So when the, when this craziness all ends, uh, I didn't say crazy because it's you, by the way, it just came to my mind. When this all ends, you're coming to our academy, and you're going to talk to our kids. And by the and by the way, I'm coming. When I come to California, you know where I'm, I'm going. I'm going to see my brother in Malibu, and I'm coming to see Seals Court. Oh, absolutely. Nothing would give me great, greater pleasure, uh, Patrick. So, so, um, so, yeah, so when, you know, when people are asking me, well, okay, yes, but why are you so, you know, Patrick, I'm on the coach. I'm on the court with the coach mm-hmm. and, and my friend, that I've kind of, you know, roped into playing tennis. And I'm coaching them. I'm passing, I'm passing that, you know, I'm, listen, I, you know, let's be clear. I'm not making the U.S. Open anytime soon. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and not, not in this life. Maybe the next right, time round, right. possibly. But I think I'd say to say I missed it, right? Okay. That's not, you know, that, 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 that you know, I, I, I'm pretty clear about that. Like, if I can, you know, if I can, if I can, you know, my dream would be to get on the court with you and just be able to rally for it. Maybe well, you already, you already did that. You already did that. Well, I, I think you'll find I'm a different player this time. This time, I, but 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 um, you know, if I can do that and not embarrass myself like I did with John and Martina last uh, the last time we played, right? Mm-hmm. It, that, that would be my goal. So I, I'm not. I, I have no delusions as about as to as to what I'm trying to do. But the reason that I, you know, one of the reasons I am so passionate about this is because when I do put together my life coaching mm-hmm. program, mm-hmm. whether it will be coaching people through mental illnesses or whether it will be taking young musicians or mm-hmm. young artists, right, and mentor, mentoring them, you know, whatever, Tennis will be mandatory. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I will say, I will say, okay, you and I are going to work together. Here are one of my prerequisites. You have to start playing tennis. Wow. Right. And, 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 and I'm dead serious about that again, because from firsthand experience, Patrick, I have seen what tennis has done, not only for my mental state, the joy and um, and and the, the 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 life that it has given me, but also for my singing. Mm-hmm. Like I have become a better singer, right? Uh, in the last two years. Wow! Through playing tennis, because I realized that they're they're linked. They're they're almost identical. Honestly, even to the kind of muscle groups that you use mm-hmm. and things that, and, and the attitude that you have, you know, I, I, I talked about a little bit about it before, about, you know, tennis being a game of efficiency, right. achieving more with less. It's exactly the same as singing. When you, whenever you hear somebody sounding, you know, I always used to wonder as a singer, how come someone like, the, you know, the late great prince, right? could do like 20 shows in a row at Wembley Stadium. Like, and he'd be playing, you know, two and a half hour shows 
And then they'd hit some night spot afterwards and be right. playing, you know, do another couple of hours there. But he would do that on consecutive days. And I used to wonder to myself, how on earth is this guy doing that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I tour, I got to do, you know, three days on and two days off, mm-hmm. three on to save my voice. Right. And then I realized through playing tennis and, and there and taking that same mindset into singing and discussing it with my coach, I realized that, again, like tennis, singing is an illusion. Mm. When somebody is, sounds like they're belting it out and sounds like they're, you know, like, you know, they're singing like Joe Cocker and putting all the strain on there, mm-hmm. and they were, they're actually not. Mm. They're actually, it, is a, it, it is an illusion. They're in their and own in zone. The, they're in their own zone. It, it's an illusion. Yeah. Right? It, 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 it is actually, they're being hyper-efficient. You know, you know, one of the, I, I think one of the biggest misconceptions, you know, with, with tennis is you look at someone like Rafa. Mm-hmm. And he looks as if he, you know, because he's got the muscles, got the guns. It looks like he's really, you know, he's gripping the racket really tight and he's really physical right. and blah, 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 blah. And it, it, it's an illusion. He's so relaxed. When you watch him, I've watched, you know, I've watched him a million times, but I've watched him quite a yeah. few times when he's just warming up, when he's just starting out. And he mm. is so relaxed, Seal, and that racket is it's like f- a noodle. It, yeah, it's like a noodle, and it's just going so fast through the air, but with, like, no effort. And so, actually, when I go out there myself sometimes, you know, at my, in, in my age, I'm close to you in age, a couple of years younger, but I, I never had that sort of, you know, that racket speed. But I, I always say to myself, just try to, like, let your arm be a noodle, you know, like Rafa, just, you know, whip it and relax it. And I'm telling you, it's, it's phenomenal. If you can, you know, you can, you, when you can feel that uh, yourself, and I'm oh, t- and, and and you need to do exactly what you're talking about doing, so because I'm already pumped up and inspired. And just by the way, just as a little aside here, okay. Every time we see you, and I'm, when I say we, I mean me and you know Chrissy and my brother. When you come yeah. down, you get out and we go, man, the Seal is ripped, man. If we could be like as fit as him, we'd we really be <laughs> somewhere. You know, six, like you say, six four two twenty. I mean, I, I got to ask you this before I let you go because you've already given me more time than we promised because this has been so awesome. I got to ask uh, you. We're, talk, it, we're talking about my. Yeah, I'm talking about my favorite subject to one of my I, favorite people. I love it. Did you, me, what, what did you do as a kid? What sport did you? Did you play a lot nothing. of soccer? No sports. Nothing. I was terrible at sport. I, I we only had soccer at my school, and I was the worst. Really? At that. I, honestly, I. I, I you know, I actually scored a winning goal mm-hmm. once in in, 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 a, in, in, a, in a match against another school. Mm. And they put me in there because they, they, they put me, first of all, they put me on the team because there weren't enough people. Right. Right. The, a team. And the, the joke is, the, the legend ha- has it that I was actually standing in the penalty area. Right. And... Somebody called my name as a ball was coming in, and I turned around and, and happened to head the ball at your the head. same time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the ball went in. Right. Right. So that's, right. So that's, you know, that was about the, 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 the height of my kind of my, my sporting ability at school. But I was terrible at school. Um, you know, um, you, know you, you say I'm fit. I'm probably, since you last saw me, Patrick, mm-hmm. 
I'm probably, in fact, not probably. I know I am. I'm a. I'm now approximately forty-five to fifty pounds less lighter. Wow. Than when really? You, than when you you saw me because I started doing this cleanse. I was mm-hmm. I was around kind of I was around two sixty-five or almost get almost getting to two seventy. Wow. Right. Okay. When you last saw me. And I got to tell you, so I went on this cleanse mm-hmm. and my sole motivation for doing that was to get better at tennis. tennis right. Because I realized, I realized that, listen, I could have, I could play with this coach and I could, you know, I could learn how to hit a forehand and he could he teach me all the technique that I, that, that, you know, that I want. If I cannot move, forget right. about it. That's right. Yeah, forget it. And so, and so, like I, I do skip in. Mm-hmm. Like as I, as I said, I, I'm, I'm gonna go and hit at, at, at Malibu Racquet Club. Right. Um. Uh, later on, uh, I went and hit there yesterday for the first time in about four months. For the first thirty minutes, I stretch and do and mm. do you know crossovers mm-hmm. and a bunch of drills before I even hit a ball. And, 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 you know, the, the couple of coaches were looking at me and they go, we've never seen anyone come to the club and do that. Right. Right. And I said, well, the reason I do it is for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, it, it, if I can't move, if I am not, if I, if I'm not split stepping, mm-hmm. um, if I'm not light on my feet, forget it. It's, it's, it's going to be a long afternoon. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if I'm not, to, and also one of the things I find that it does is, you know, everyone gets to the court and they're like, yeah, like they're ready. They're ready let's to go, hit. let's go, like, let's hit some balls. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, yeah, and 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 I can be like that, mm-hmm. and and I and I notice um, through playing up at the house and having having a coach um, throughout the pandemic. I had this one coach, Simon, who is uh, he's brilliant. He's this young, sort of twenty-seven-year-old kid got a lot of energy and and he loves coaching up here because we're all students of the game right but what 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 he would start doing was this warm-up and, I, and at first i was thinking like jesus I did it. I mean, can we just hit but then i got into it and honestly patrick i won't step onto i will not start hitting mm. without doing a, at least 25 minutes wow of stretching uh calf stretches uh lunges um, you know, a, a, a bunch of crossover, crossovers, like running around the court. Because mm-hmm. what I find, what I find it does is it relaxes me. It, almost, it, it gets a lot of that kind of initial aggression and excitement out of my system, right? Makes me a little bit tired, mm-hmm. right? And, so by, and, and then, you know, by the time I pick up the racket and and start playing, you know, fifteen twenty minutes of mini tennis, right? Of you know, just just keep just keeping it in the service area with topspin, right? Feeling the oh, ball. I get yeah. into this rhythm, and by the time I start taking that, you know, that game back to full mm-hmm. court, I I, I I stand more of a chance of of you know of of hitting the ball cleanly, and so. Again, this is what I mean. It's all of these things. It's it's this yep. whole kind of Zen and psychology and of, of tennis that I find so fascinating. You know, I started off by saying it's counterintuitive mm-hmm. to anything that I have ever done. It is, you know, 
it, 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 it goes against the way that I am built, my approach to things. It, it calms me the hell down and it makes me, uh, it makes me surrender to it and makes me become more relaxed. And I think, um, the more I think about that, uh, that is the approach that I take to singing. That's, mm-hmm. that's when I have my most successful singing performances and my most successful and easiest days in life in general is when I have that same approach. And that is the reason why uh, I, I, I love the game so much. That's the reason why I've become a student of the game so much. And that is also the reason why when I do put together my life coaching uh, curriculum, why tennis will be mandatory. It, you know, it, 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 you, 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 you will have to play it, mm-hmm. you know. And, 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 and when you look at the other benefits of it, that it's a thing that, that I find engages me 100%. Well, I'm not thinking of music. I'm not thinking of anything that's going on with the pandemic. I'm not thinking of the challenges that, you know, you know, I'm not thinking of the fact that I got mortgages to pay and, you know, I've had everything going out in the last year and barely nothing coming in. I'm not thinking about that. When I'm on the court, I am thinking about tennis and I am completely submersed in it. And honestly, uh, thank you, God, for for this Mm. beautiful game. Uh, Thank you for the, the fact that at the age of 58, that I, I, uh, that I can wake up and one of the highlights of my day is that I'm going to be able to get on the court and hit again. Honestly, it has been a godsend for me, Patrick. And I say thank you, God, for you, Seal, for coming on my program, for, for enlightening me. I, I'll be honest, like I've never been enlightened before. And I, oh, and I, and I, so, I so appreciate it. Um, I can't wait to hear what comes out uh, on your professional side, your singing side, because I know you've been working on some stuff, and I'm sure yeah. the tennis has been uh, will will be, you know, will propel you to even new heights. And I can't wait to hear what you produce, and I can't wait to actually see you face to face at some point. I want to get on that court of yours as well. Yeah, me too, brother. But hopefully, I'll have a better game than when you saw me. Last time, God, God knows I've spent enough money on coaches. Yeah. So, so, so something, uh, something better be different. But um, yeah, uh, uh, thank you for um, uh, inviting me on your podcast, uh, Patrick. It's something I've been looking forward to for a while, ever since you, you, know, you, you asked me to do it. And anytime, brother, anything I can do to help, anything, you know, I, you just, you call, you, you tell me jump and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll respond with how you, high. You, you are the best, and I want to be included in your um, life coaching and your curriculum, particularly when it comes to the tennis side, because I'd, be, uh, I'd be honored to help uh, you come up with uh, uh, some, some, some good stuff for that, because I think what you're on to is something really, really fascinating and, and it's going to help a lot of people. Uh, thank you, brother. Okay, thank go you. go hit that ball and make sure you know that whole warm up you do. By the way, it's it's good for the body, but you know why you really do it for the mind. That's why you do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. 
I try to mind and to remember to bend. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't get any easier in our late 50s. And, 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 and not at the waist. Exactly. The gr- that, that's a habit I'm trying, to ba- I'm trying to break right now. You're you the know, best. But the coach just says, you've got those legs, use them. Yeah, use those yeah. strong legs. All right, you are the best. That's the, the great seal here on holding court. What a p- pleasure and a privilege to have you. Love you, my brother. Love you. Take speak, care. Speak soon. Bye-bye. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media.